Frida. Hello. How are we, we are live. Gender Nebulous 45? Episode 45, yes. Wow, we're right Coming on the live last from we're Manchester. From the, uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, we're on the last minute today. Go oh, God, we were last minute. Uh, I was late finishing at work, then I had to go to the shops, and then I got in about 10 past 7, and then Frida was having technical difficulties, and we... We managed to pull it together all in the well, last minute. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I'd had some te- I'm always having technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, but a lot, a lot happened in the last three or four hours because I got a phone call from Talk TV and this was like, while I was in Selfridges, uh, like you do. Like and you uh, do. they said, can you, can you come on and speak to Piers about uh, some bullshit topic? You know what they're yeah, like. What was the topic they wanted to talk about? The topic was about Edinburgh. You know, they protest at Edinburgh. I think it was that, I can't remember, okay. but a protest at Edinburgh University about this adult human female thing, oh. film, which is a load of nonsense anyway, and um, so so I, I was like, yeah, I thought, yeah, I'll do it, and then I realised the time they wanted me to be on was when we'd be doing this, and I, I just didn't want to cancel this, and I'd rather do this today because uh, I went for a, this, this ties in a bit to the topic we're going to be talking about today, we thought we'd talk about something a bit more... Kind of not as heavy, so we're going to talk yeah. about vanity, body positivity, self confidence. So, I was out is that why is back. that why you're half naked today? Well, you know, this is what I was going to say, you know, because yeah. now that I'm more confident in my upper torso. So, Victoria Elizabeth <laughs> saying Frida hasn't got dressed yet, so yeah, that's true. No, I'm, she just, hasn't. I'm not a time. No, listen, <laughs> so, let, me, let me tell me, apparently, story. your microphone is let... much better today. Also, yeah. thanks, Mix White. Let me tell. So, so yeah, so Frida let me, is let my mum. Ch- we get some interesting comments here. Frida is my mum. Let me guess mm. who that is, Sersha. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I was out shopping. I, I went for it. I went for a hair appointment. I was on a consultation about some hair extensions, and they basically told me my hair, my natural hair is all too many different lengths at the moment. So I bought some hair pieces, clipping things, and all that business. And I went to Selfridges and I bought some lipstick. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that was kind of my day. I had a I had a bit of a date, and uh, yeah, so I had a nice day. And then things got a bit hectic because because they rang me from Talk TV, and I thought, uh. but I think I do want to speak to Piers Morgan. This is something that I have wanted to do because I feel like I can I could I can hold that I can hold that uh, conversation because I know his tricks, and I want to have. So that, was it like, just going to be you and? Pierce, or was there another guest? I think there was going to be another guest. Sometimes they don't tell you who the other guest is. Talk TV has been talking. I put it on, and all they've been talking about since two o'clock is Jerry Springer. So RIP Jerry Springer. Yeah, I heard that on the way home. Jerry Springer's done. I don't know if you wish to watch Jerry Springer, but I think it. If you watched, if that was on now, it would be. I mean, it was problematic then, but you know, they used to have the. What they used to do quite often is they'd have a, a couple. And the the joke would be that the female is trans, and he would she would come out for some reason to the boyfriend. Obviously, it was all staged. It was all stage managed. But the idea was that like, oh, you're a man, and that would be the joke. So it was a bit shit. And it's interesting that Talk Radio are, are covering this so heavily because Jeremy Kyle, who's one of their presenters, like the. The yeah, whole... he's on there too because yeah, he did the English version of that show, didn't he? Yeah. Well, no, it's not the English version. He did the whole thing, but what I'm saying is the conclusion of all that kind of exploitative, you know, uh, exploiting the public in that way, 
uh, ended up with somebody dying on who was yeah. a guest on Jeremy Carr's show. So it's a bit of a you can't. I don't think it'd be it'd be weird if Talk Radio didn't mention that. Which and, and I don't think they're going to mention that. But there's a difference between there was a big difference between what Jerry Springer did and what Jeremy Kyle did because what Jerry Springer did was get actors or people that knew that the the joke you know the it was it was stage managed and i'd say it was with jeremy kyle but the actual stories and there were people involved there from broken homes you know they were doing like dna tests on people and pregnancy tests on women and all this stuff and i think you know what what jeremy kyle was doing is much worse and uh and now that jeremy kyle's on talk tv i find it really weird that they're not mentioning that so anyway that that's the Thought I'd mentioned that. RIP. So apparently you've been making somebody watch um, Kathleen Stark and you'll be hearing from the Geneva Convention for Cruel and Unusual Punishment. <laughs> well, well, what I was good. That was another thing that happened this week. I was supposed to go on Ian Collins' show. I might as well just move in to talk to you. I think you should, yeah. I think I should go and move to London and camp outside. Um, I don't, see, this is it now, you see. I don't, I don't want to do it too much. I'd rather get on LBC or... Um, BBC, if they're laughing, <laughs> but then you see they're no any, they're no better, are they? Although I do like a bit of BBC. So is, well, that's, um, that's I hear there's a bit of controversy about you doing this as well. Yeah, uh, well, the, some the people is, are saying maybe we shouldn't go on these. Some people are saying maybe you should. It's not that they say it's not that they saying I shouldn't do it. It's just I'm in a little I'm in a WhatsApp group with people that have been in the media and we talk we compare notes and we talk about what happened and they're saying that we should probably be, not do things like this because they always kind of that we they they want trans people to go on there and kind of be the angry trans activist and that's kind of a, a something I leaned into because. I don't really take those kind of shows all that seriously anyway. Um, and they were saying perhaps we should have like one message that we, you know, because, but the thing is, they were sort of saying that you should have one key message and we should all stick to the same script, like stick to the same hymn sheet kind of thing. But the problem for me is I'm not really interested in the story that Talk TV want to talk about. I'm not interested in the the narrative there. I'm interested in saying why are you talking about this now and why do you expect trans people to know the answer? And I can do that. And I can and and I know a little the, the thing is with me, I know a little bit too much about Talk TV. And I, I know how they operate and I know the people behind the scenes and, and where they're getting the guests from. And it's always Tufton Street. Yeah, I think I think well the people in your little your group, your media group, whatever it is, are saying is that we they want to try and have kind of um you know, put out the same message, make sure it's been discussed beforehand. I mean, I can understand that. It makes sense that we have a consistent message and we, we're mm. giving the kind of the same answers to things, but you know, you don't want it to be too scripted. You need to be able well, to go think on there and discuss things. Yeah, it needs to be, I guess it needs to be consistent and it needs to be mm. kind of but real a lot, too. A lot of the time, uh, you don't really have a lot of time on those no, shows. No, it's very, it's get, very quick. So you don't get much you time. Get, you, get like a, you get like three or four two-minute segments to say your piece, then they hand over to the other guest and they waffle on. As long as you stick like to the rules. Bo- that's the important like thing. The, don't interrupt. It, Make mm, your point. Don't insult people. <laughs> That's pretty much it, right? I'd be like, fuck, fuck off and shut up. <laughs> That's what I say. That's my no, no, I, I I do say that, but in a different kind of way. But uh look, this is it. This is why I wanted to 
talk about it because I was on that Ian Collins show. I've been on there before. Ian knows me. Well, I say knows me, but he knows of me now. He's he, I sent him bits of the podcast because he said he wanted he was interested in what I was doing. Which is that the one you did a couple of days ago? Yeah, I think he was genuinely interested. Now. What was the topic on that one? Well, the topic there was about it was with that what she called Stephanie Davis Ari, and they. Oh, yeah. The thing with that is, she, that she's, she tra- is that a transgender trend? Yeah, and they like they they basically section twenty eight bring conversion therapy people. I don't like the phrase conversion therapy. It should be conversion torture, as far as I'm concerned. And um, yeah, you know what? I can't even actually remember what the the, the main subject of that was because it it was. Uh, I'm sure yeah. somebody will remember. I mean, but... you're re- you're representing the anger that we need to. Express, mm. so that's good. Mm. But you, but you see, with all when when it's what's weird is that somebody like Ian Collins, I find him quite intriguing. He's 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 all right. When I spoke to him in in private on on DM, he's quite interested in what what I'm saying. But he has to play the host. They're playing. The host. I mean, the, the, all these hosts are playing a bit of a persona, aren't they? When they're on there. Yeah. So we'll start going on about women with penises and men with beards going into women's prisons. And it's all just straight out of the, the taglines of the Daily Mail, isn't it? So You say you have the same thing with James Whale, don't you, when you did that one? Oh, James Whale's just comedy, though. I mean, I actually <laughs> enjoy... The, right, I'll t- I tell you what it is about talk radio with me. I've been listening to talk radio since I was about 14 years old. Now, talk radio has had a couple of incarnations. The first incarnation... James, it must have been 1990, oh, God, 8 and 99. And um, he, and James Whale was on there. Uh, and he was, I because he was always like, there would always be some religious nutcase coming on saying, oh, we need to, you know, clamp down on all this LGBTQ stuff. And James would always bat for the side of, you know, the underdog. Or, you know, he, he would always have that, what you would call a woke opinion now. But he's kind of like gone the other way and i think it's the trend of the media that's just the way they operate now but you know james wales a very ill man you know he's he, i've listened to him a long time and, I, and when i speak to james i always have that in mind he's he's got he's quite late stage cancer do you know what i mean i'm not going to start shouting and bawling at that at him because i because i because i've listened to him a long time and that and and talk tv and speech radio is something that i've always li- liked so I think that's why I enjoy doing those. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I would, I would, I would say keep doing it. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say stop. But um, oh, we've got a few chatters. It's nice to see people. Yeah, I'll put the, I I'll put the I, chat I on actually, the screen now. I can't actually read the chat. You, you, you can see the chat at the moment. How do I see the chat? Yeah, they just. I mean, the, the latest comments. Kathleen Stock was a topic you were discussing the censure oh, and deplatforming yeah. stock, and she backed out. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say, because I've said, I said, to, that's why I agreed to do that, actually, because I wanted to talk to Kathleen Stock, because I've been reading a little book again, and because she's coming into the media again, and, and um, Sasha, am I saying your name right? Because I... <laughs> we always have this problem. Yeah, we have problems with, there's so many, why can't you just have normal names? <laughs> Sasha, I'm pretty sure that's right, was... We we had a look at a Kathleen Stock video because I'm actually going to write about her uh, in the same way that I wrote about Alan Joyce, where I just take a video, put myself in the shoes of the interviewer, and then instead of the the reply that the interview, 
they're always kind of really safe interviews then for people like Kathleen Stark because so they're not. They're always the, the other person spaces. was Stephanie. Was it? Was that her name? Stephanie I'm Davis. Not sure what last name is, but Ar- Aria. Aria. Yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah. So I just, I just, to say, just reading out the comment here. You know, she was stock backed out, so they wheeled Stephanie out of the crypt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say. Um, so, so there, those people, Kathleen Stark, Helen Joyce, Mayor Forstarter, they always go into very space, very safe, agreeable spaces where I'm kind of doing the opposite. I'm going into spaces where I am the, yeah, the outside. But so, so, so if if Kathleen Stark can't turn up for that, if Kathleen Stark decides, oh, I can't be bothered Stephanie going on Davis, talk to you. Aria. Araya, so, Araya. so Araya. is it because I did? I have had this conversation with one of the producers, and I said. You know, when they back out, because it's happened a couple of times, it happened with Kelly Keane, and it happened, I can't remember who else, but, and it's happened with Kathleen Stark. And I think, is it because they know, because what happens is you get an email with the Zoom link. They probably see who they're on against, and they just don't want to go on against you. That's how I, that's how I ended up getting Kelly Keane's email address, <laughs> because when they send you the link to go on, <laughs> they 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 list the other guests right they should probably not do that actually because i have i am going to warn them about that because you know if you've got a private email address and then you're pasted into something with yes. somebody you might not necessarily yes. be getting on with that could that could backfire so not so anyway i'm going to actually but i will say um i asked is it because it's me and they said no no it's just because things change don't they quite quickly in the media it's like <laughs> whatever well, we'll leave that up to uh, interpretation. So, well, shall we get on to our main? Yeah, I've can't, I can't remember oh. what the main topics were now. Can you? Well, it's vanity, vanity, vanity confidence, self confidence, uh, self confidence, and body positivity, Pos- yes. and anything about anything around that, really. Because I, I thought with this would be a, I thought first this would be a light kind of fun topic, but it's actually quite. When I thought about it more, because I just obviously I just recently had top surgery, and yes. I can't. I cannot express how much confident, like I was in town today and and I know it shouldn't make any difference. I know it shouldn't be something that we base our happiness on, but I just felt right. You know, I just felt confident and I, not that I was whapping them out in Weatherspoons or anything, but. Are you sure? <laughs> but <laughs> no, but what I mean is I, I just felt physically. <laughs> oh, I've, I've more, seen, more I've present. seen the best, I've seen the best comment of the night so far. Frida is the Barbara Windsor of the trans movement. <laughs> Let me just check my straps. So, but that what's been interesting, what, what has been interesting to me, and I have to be careful how I say this, because somebody might be listening, but there, I've had an I've had a on-off relationship with a man for a bit. A man? And, and, uh, it, um, and, he, and he kind of blows it on cold with me. And when I told him how I was getting my boob job, breast augmentation he sort of got interested in me again and i was thinking is he doing that because of this surprise surprise or is he doing it because he's just got interested in me again and he's not we've not mentioned it and um so i was thinking do we do i think it's i mean from what i've heard frida it's a bit of an abusive relationship that's all i'm saying oh don't say that victoria but it is i think he kind of uses you a bit We've we've discussed this. You know what you know my thoughts, but but just well, that's what I don't want to say that on. <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, you know, guys do this, don't they? So, 
Well, I, the thing yeah, is, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a big girl, you know, I, I, I could walk away. And, and, and yeah, I, that's I've, important. Had a, I've had a couple of don't things. Let them, like, don't let them manipulate you. And I'm not faithful in any shape, in any way. So. <laughs> and I There's don't a want confession that. On, on the airwaves. I mean, I could be, but I've not met that person yet. And um, so anyway, that's a different, that's a different topic. What we're talking about is like me getting this, surgery has made me confident now it shouldn't it should it do or not but it's made me it, it what it's done is it's made me go shopping so i was out shopping today and I, I was thinking oh yeah i can you know i can wear this now i can wear that now and all this is kind of am i being really shallow so am pr- I being vacuum? another you cracking know? comment here surprise surprise welcome vicky the silla black of the community i can't think <laughs> so Here's the question. Here's the question. Here's the question I wanted to ask. Do we perform our gender for other people? And how 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 far do we go? Because obviously there are trans women that that lean into more what I would call cis normative. Yeah, and look, yeah, look. you do see and that. I think, I think I'm that. I think I do like, you know, I'm not I I mean I can be under I can, I mean I can I don't know really. So because one of my one of my uh, heroes is Calamity Jane. So it's Calamity not, I don't think Frida. Mm. But I also like Mae West. So is it is is it something that is important? I mean, obviously it's important, but how does it kind of manifest? Like, do you oh, do you only do you only feel confident when you look a certain way? Well, I mean, confidence co- confidence is is kind of it's like um, it it grows, doesn't it? I mean, you. I remember when I first came out, my confidence was in the, you know, it was in the bin. It was like, mm-hmm. I didn't have any. I, it took me ages to get out of the car and walk down the prom in Lytham, where mm-hmm. I was, you know, that, that was my kind of chosen destination to right. to take my first steps. It took me half an hour to get out of the car. I almost mm-hmm. got run over. And, um, yeah, I was a nervous wreck. I just walked around the block, came back in the car and drove home. So, you know, that, that's how mm-hmm. confident I wasn't then, now. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter at all. I've got loads of confidence now. My confidence has has grown and grown and grown, mm. and that that comes from I think just one, just not caring about what other people think, being yourself, yeah, doing what you need to do. You know, I mean, it's you know, yeah, I, mean, you I can, think you can you can have procedures done. You know, you can, you know, hair removal is is really good for confidence. Mm. You know, getting a proper makeup done and all that. I mean, those are. That thing we did in Liverpool when we got the makeovers with the makeup guy. Yeah. I mean, that was really yeah. kind of, that was nice to do, wasn't it? Again, that gave a lot of confidence. And then you're up on the but stage I was thinking, I, with the hundreds I of people. Think, and, you know. I sometimes think I was more confident. when, like, I don't know if I was more confident when I was younger or I just didn't give too many shits. Because I remember going, when I used to go out in Manchester when I was like 18, 19 years old, I kind of like wouldn't you think twice about walking shit. around. I walking around Manchester in a pink wig and like PVC and yeah, but would you do that now? <laughs> no, because well, I wouldn't do it now because I've got taste. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but you know what I mean? No, I, I don't think it's that. It's just that, that there was something else driving me. There was like this inner kind of like, uh, and obviously you're sort of in a. I was in a sort of club space. Like it wasn't like walking around during the day like that. But you would you would go to these club nights. And it suddenly it'd be like five o'clock in the morning in summer, and you come out of this dark, dank 
warehouse uh, into the daylight and have to navigate your way home on a bus. So that was that. That's kind of character building. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I think I'm I'm much more relaxed now, whereas I used to have to be. I I don't know if I was more confident or I was just. It was like a mask because, like I said, I used to be like go, go in for like a drag look, and I was doing the like a like I was hanging around with those kind of uh performatively gay people you know mm. you know the kind of people like oh darling oh sweetheart you know all that kind of la-di-da patter and put down that goes with that so so when you in a, in that space in a bar in a club you do perform that more and i kind of burnt out doing that kind of yeah yeah well, I, I, I had I had a really bad incident where the police had to bring me back one night from a club, and my mum had to sort me out. And bad incident. I ended up I ended up was. being I ended up being sent to the Isle of Man for a year. Do what you went to the Isle of Man for a year? Yeah, my, my sister was on the Isle of Man, and my mum said, "Right, we have had enough of this. You know, you're not she drinking anymore." Not she said, one, "Yeah, she's just oh, t- did not tell you." No, she sent me to the Isle of Man to live with my sister. Because she thought that was going to straighten me out. And that it didn't take me long. To, didn't, it didn't take me long to find the nearest public <laughs> toilet on a on a deserted beachfront. That's let me tell. You. <laughs> so I'm just going. I'm just going to read out some more of the comments here. There's one here. Um, I think it's scrolling past too quick. What would you What would you have done if you didn't have a car, Vicky? I mean, that's a that's a really good question. I have no idea what I'd have done. Um, I'd have had to rely on somebody else to, to take me out. And actually, one of the things I did do in the very early days was was using my car i drove to a shopping center met a friend who was also trans and they kind of eased me into those first few times out as me um but yeah if i'd not had a car that is a really good question i don't know i don't know how i'd have done it that's really mm. good. i don't know yeah so it was different like when i was when i was younger it felt different because i felt like i wasn't i didn't come out as trans I, I i was just out as a kind of mad kind of goth drag queen <laughs> but it was only later that I, that because i've only but like you, it's, it's nearly you three kind years. of have two different styles don't you you have you do have that kind of sensible mouse and spencer's thing going on <laughs> sometimes <laughs> and then you've also got like um you know when you go to your your club scene thing you want to go mm, well, um <laughs> completely different things and then when you're doing your performance thing you know you're wearing the big wedding dress thing um yeah. so yeah a few different styles but i mean that doesn't matter i mean different different styles for different things but when you go when you're buying clothes and stuff do you actually do you focus on a certain style that you're looking for or do you just go to your favorite shops and how do you how well, do you do I, that when i was in when i was in manchester today see i'm i'm i kind of I just browse kind of. If I was in I was in Selfridges, darling. Can you afford to go? So I see I I see something I like, and I and and it's like, well, I always kind of take. A I know about you, but obviously. if you go in Selfridges or John Lewis, the price of clothing in there is extortionately high. Oh yeah, but you know, you know, if you if I'm going to buy, I mean, it's something, all designer stuff, isn't it? Pretty much. I don't really. I mean, I go charity shops. I got a really nice dress actually in the post today because I was watching BBC News on last Sunday morning, I think it was, and there was a lady on there. And she had a like a rainbow print dress, 
And I, and I said, oh, well, I said, I'm really interested in like where that came from. And then somebody mentioned it and put the shop up in the link and I just bought it. <laughs> and I was like, and it came t- today. So. Yeah. Interesting comment here. Online shopping has been a godsend for the trans community. Absolutely. Can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to go in sex shops and buy big dildos, isn't it, for a start? So. Well, you can do that online, can't you? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's what they meant, but yes, I yeah, okay. <laughs> um, Actually, yeah. I, I get a lot of stuff from Long Tour Sally because they have some really good designs, um, styles, and they fit. Yeah. What's that? A, there's a couple of shops I go, I go to when I'm out and I'm out. There's a nice shop in Lytham called Room. They always have good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I sometimes go in them shops. You know those kind of shops? It's like a little like boutique kind of shop. It's, yeah. it's, like a, it's like a kiosk, and they've got three things on a hanger. And I'm like, okay, well, no, can I have one? That's not what it's like. like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, give it to me. It's like, it's like I want the jumble sale experience in Primark. It's just piled yeah, so high I'm, on I'm six. I'm six foot tall. I'm quite big. So I need, like, yeah, sometimes I have to go plus size. But long tall Sally has those stuff. You have tall stuff. They have larger stuff. Hmm. You know, so yeah, it's really good, and they have decent style, and the prices are pretty good. I got something last week. You know, when we went out for that restaurant, cherry I think tree. I was wearing that night, cherry tree. That yeah. that was seventy percent off from Long Tall Sally. Well, well, yeah. I've got a look, but I mean, see, generally, like I said, like, I see somebody wearing something on the telly, or I see something, I feel, oh, that's nice, and then I, you know, uh, I don't know, but. Sometimes when you see when you're in shops, what I find, like I was in TK Maxx, I love TK Maxx, that's my favorite place. And you see something on the hanger, and some things look good on the hanger, but don't yeah. look good hanging on you. And yeah, I, I never mean, do you try, do you try things on it? Oh, shop? yeah, I always try stuff on it yeah. because I can't be bothered, honestly. I do, I try stuff on because I know a lot of the time it's not going to fit right, so I will, mm. I will try stuff on. So that I mean, well, that, that thing- leads on to another point then. So have you ever faced any kind of pushback in stores when you want to try something on? Has anybody ever said well, yeah, anything never, negative? To be honest, I've never tried anything on in a shop. And I, and, and so I've never, I had, know, I've never had negative comments made. I've never had. It's always, no, it's always, yeah, please use the, use the changing room. Feel free. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. You know, it's just well, like, that's it, that's you're a customer. They want to sell you something. They don't care. Hmm. But also, I don't think people care anyway, because, and then if you're the kind of person that's poking around trying to check for trans women, it's like, what weirdo does that? You know, that's what may have thought. See, this is what I always say. The only thing that bothers me, the only thing that would scare me is if I turned around and may have starter's head popped up from somewhere. Then I know <laughs> I'd get trouble. I'd be in trouble. Then you know you're in the wrong and shop. I, I'd have to say to the manager, I say, sorry, there's a woman in your shop that that's just a, a pest. <laughs> that's what she is. <laughs> We need some pest control. But um, what else was I going to say? So um, I was at, yeah, because I didn't take him out. I got this bra today from TK. I'm not going to strip down or anything. But, um, yeah, so I got that. And because I've not been measured, it's not like a proper fitted thing. It's like a have you, Have you ever actually had a proper bra fitting? Have you done that? Well, not yet. I will, I will do. Well, you should but... go and do that because, you know. Well, I can't yet because it's only been two weeks since I had the since I had the surgery. So they said about four weeks. Um, what else did I buy today? Yeah, what about makeup? Have, have you ever yeah, have you ever tried? Have you ever have you ever done like a makeup session in, in one of these fancy well, stores? This this was me next. Uh, okay, yeah, because I've done I've done Good. that in Manchester. 
Because I, 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 you, know, you know, you just go in and they'll, yeah. they'll sit you down and give you a makeover for free as long as you buy mm. at least one product. I think at the end is is the rule. But yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's a great way to kind of build confidence. Yeah, I've not actually had the sit down, do your makeup for you thing, but I was in Selfridges. So and I, when I get makeup, I know exactly what I want. I don't. Yeah, I, I did don't... it in Selfridges in Manchester. It was. And I, and I, I get I get them I get my Mac stuff and my Nick stuff. Yeah. But the 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 girl in there, like who I spoke to, she they just really I I don't know I just I, I just kind of end up mithering everybody, you know, and um. You know, if I can't see, I I tend not to go browsing. I tend to go, have you got this in this colour? And that's it. <laughs> I'm in and I'm in and out me. Um, apart from when I'm in TK Maxx, then I just sort of browse things forever. But because you know, you know, when they've got those little trays full of like broken bits of makeup and like, <laughs> it's all a bit of a free for all. Yeah, I can have, you know spend about an hour looking through that crap. But when I, when I went in town today, because I, I knew exactly what I wanted. But it's the thing. The thing is, I I don't I don't think now about whether I, they clock me as trans or not. I used to. I used to think about that a lot when I went in shops. When I went in public, I think, oh god, is anybody gonna know I'm? But I don't really bother to think. I don't really think it matters now to me. Yeah, there's a comment there. Um, Mac is overpriced, and I I will die on that hill, Frida. I mean, yeah, it is expensive, as is. Is it Jackie well, Brown stuff? That's expensive. I mean, it's, you, you can pay 30, 40 pounds for a, a little something or other. Yeah, yeah. it's expensive. Well, I mean, what about so... what about boots? You go in boots, you got, you know, the. Yeah, I was in boots. Number today. seven stuff. That's a fairly reasonable price. Good, fairly good quality. It's all right. I, I, I don't know. I've got, I've got a very specific way of doing my makeup. So I, I, I always. Because I, you know, some people, they've. They have the makeup and it's like a black and decker toolkit comes out. It's like a, a massive box full of all sorts of everything they've collected in the whole life. I've got I've got my makeup box is about this big, and it's just got what I need, and and that's about five yeah. things. So, but but it, like I said, I used to go really over the top with makeup. Like it, well, I still. I mean, I, if I'm going somewhere like a club night, I will still do quite extreme makeup, like. The black eyebrows, black eyeliner, coloured shadow, and it is a drag look. You know, it's, it's still it's still like a creative makeup look. But I think that's that's quite rare now. That I do that just because I've not been out much. Does anybody want to take me out? <laughs> and then what about yeah. hair? Hair. Well, this was another thing today because I I went for a consultation. So you've been looking for a you've been looking for a kind of a what what's it called? That is it like um a balayage? No, no uh, air ex- Do you mean like proper air extensions? Well, it's not hair extensions, is it? It's more like a weave, but I don't, I don't think it's called a weave. Well, yeah, they actually weave the they actually sew the the hair. So it's permanently because the the one that I tried once upon a time was at Lucinda Ray in Manchester. And what that is is like a it's like a mesh they put on your mm. head. They yeah. pull your they pull your hair through it and then they add mm. the extensions. Yeah, yeah, that's they, a weave. They tie stuff to the mesh. Yeah. So that is kind of like a weave. They don't call it a weave, it's got some other name. I can't remember what it's called. Murkiness. <laughs> <laughs> don't be sharing any pictures <laughs> that I sent you. 
So yeah, I mean it's quite it's quite expensive. So they do they do like different ways of doing it. They have some which you can remove every day and stick on. Mm. Or they have like you know, ones which are like permanent weaves that you have to go in every month and have adjusted mm. or every two months or something. They're both expensive. The, the, you know, oh, the, we're yeah. talking so about is... seven or eight hundred quid for these things. Well, this is what I was thinking, right? Because I, I, I really I really wanted to have a natural looking but has your but, but I mean has hair, your hair, hair recovered is... since you've been on HRT? What do you mean has recovered? Thick... Like... Well has it thickened up? I mean it was probably Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going a bit thin. But you see where I'm thin is just here. You see yeah. there. So that's exactly. why I pull my hair through there and have it like that. But that's it really. But but on top it's fine. But the problem is it's all different lengths because I used to shave the sides right. and do all kinds of like cuttings. So you have to have an even length to have a, a, to do the a, proper, thing, like, yeah. a good looking hair extension. So and when she priced it up for me, uh, it was edging close to eight hundred pounds. Yeah, so it's the same thing. So I thought I could buy these clippings. Oh right, are you ready for this? Undocking. Am I ready? Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> so I just buy these. This is the first time this has ever happened. Um, and I've got loads of different lengths. Look, as a tarantula. Um, I actually dropped this in the shower once and forgot about <laughs> it. I heard my mum screaming when she went in. So anyway, yeah, I've got that and I've got different lengths. So they're all they just yeah. like plug in. They plug it in and it's fine. What's wrong Plugins. with that? But nothing. They look that, good. There's nothing wrong with that. that was... That was fifteen quid. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a full range of prices. <laughs> I mean, if you want to buy, if you want to buy a human hair wig, you know, you can pay up to two grand for those things. You know, depending oh, yeah. on the quality and where you get it from. Um, well, the thing so, is, I, I mean, there's all different things you can do. Mm. I think my my hair went... really thickened up when I started on HRT. It's, yeah. I don't think it's got to the point where I'm comfortable enough. Mm. But I'm I'm I, probably going to go back to Lucinda Anora at some point and um, yeah. see what I've been. Out. I've been through loads of wigs, yeah. and I would say that the thing, the problem with wigs for me is like because because I do quite a physical job, and and it's it's not it wouldn't be feasible, you know. It's just too unless you could glue it on, and <laughs> you know, and and uh, I, I've I, if I if I had every wig I've ever bought now, you wouldn't. It'd fill the room with this. Oh yeah, room with done, done the same. Done the same. Hundreds. You know, they get manky, don't they? they get they covered do. in all sorts of jism. And then the non <laughs> the non human hair ones, that they're, they're just not. They don't last long, do they? No. They get so, all, yeah, you know, they do get monkey. I think, I think, I think what it is, it's that it's that feeling of wanting to feel natural. That because a because a wig can feel artificial, and but a lot of beauty is about artificiality and this idea of being authentic. Yeah, I but don't, you I know, mean... places like Linda, Linda, Lucinda, sorry, Lucinda Ellery, what mm. their main business is is treating people with alopecia and other kind mm. of hair loss conditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not you know it's not about anything. You, you know, even to do with trans people, it's just a place that does, yeah, yeah, does hair for yeah. for men and women who are suffering from a, those things. It's interesting though to yeah. to talk about. What, what I'm saying, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't feel self conscious about having to go mm. and do something like that. Yeah, make your hair look you nice. That. You know, it's, yeah, a lot of people do. Cause, yeah, because what there are lots of things that people do. For, for for whether it's vanity or just where they feel about themselves 
and they're i mean the more, the more like when i was in boots today i see more and more products aimed towards men you know now like makeup even for men and you know there's always been hair dye and stuff like that but they have to be it's the same stuff as what women use but it's got to be repackaged in an ultra masculine way so men will buy it so that's what's really interesting it's like it's all the same product really it's all the same shampoo it's all the same chemical it's all the same base material but but because of marketing the the, the products the same chemical marketed to a man has to appeal to a kind of rugged lumberjack kind of man. And, and even, even the makeup, it was called war paint or something. So it's like this, this kind of comedy, I'm almost comedically masculine thing. And women don't do that. I mean, maybe it's because it's always been kind of part more so because it's not always been, I think, I don't know the history of makeup, but I can, I can tell you that men wore makeup in the, historically you know not just I need, the I need, i'm sorry either. i need to read this quite i need to read this quick comments out if anybody knows any history frida have you oh it moved frida have you been doing cpr and your hair triantula falls off cpr yeah have you been doing cpr and your hair what? tarantula falls off i'm not sure what that means cpr you know because of your because of your job Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant CPR on my hair. Like, is it dead? Is my no, hair dying? No, on a person on the floor. Well, and your I'll tell you falls off and <laughs> lands on them and scares them to death, and then they die of a heart that... attack because you've because of your hair, not because of what happened. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll tell you another Frida's funny stories. <laughs> another one. I'm not sure I, I can was, take anymore. I was I was bending down once. I was in the ambulance and I uh, just had to pick something up off the floor. We had a patient on. She but grabbed do you wear, my do you hair. Wear, do you wear that when you're working? Yeah, I do. I wear this. Oh, you do? Right. Okay. But she grabbed it and pulled my hair. And obviously, because it's only clipped in, she it came off in her hand. <laughs> and she started screaming. Oh I can't tell you too much about the patient, but she was an elderly lady. She's very confused. And she thinks she's pulled my head off. I bet she was she's confused left. then. God. So I said, "Can I have my hair back, please? <laughs> can I have, can I have my um, my barnet back?" Oh my God! And she wouldn't give it me back. So and then I put <laughs> kept it as a pet. Yeah. I, this wow. I've been through quite a few of these. This is about the best one I've had. I've got a really tight one that's like a a really tight kind of librarian kind of one, and then I've got a long pony that comes down my back. The one that I wear when I go out is is the long one, but I've got to be. It has to be really tightly clipped in, you know, because because if you're not careful and you've had a few drinks and, well, and you, you don't get, want it falling you, off in the wind, in a bit of wind be so... <laughs> gets a bit breezy and your hair goes flying. You don't want that. Yeah. And you, and if you sort of out on a day and it goes well and your back it is and he's pulling your hair, you know how it is. You don't want you don't want you so like you've really got to make sure it's really nailed down well. You know, it's stuck down <laughs> with super glue or something. I don't mind being nailed down well. But uh, <laughs> what am I talking about? But uh, what was it? So, so what I'm saying, you know, it does make you self-conscious because if you're wearing a piece of hair that isn't, you know, isn't naturally uh, bolted to your head, you think, oh, it's a bit artificial. So that you are conscious of those things, I think, more like when you're out. Like sometimes, like when I've done, you know, I've done performances and I've, and it, and it, I, I do tend to wear more 
extreme things because it's it only exists for an half half an hour or an hour or even less than that sometimes if I'm just doing a, a poetry thing. So so to dress up and do all that just to for it to have that visual impact for a few minutes really, which is like everything <laughs> like like when so, I'm with then, the... so then there's then there's things like um permanent makeup you know tattooing of eyebrows and stuff well, like that. well i've got my eyebrows tattooed on yeah yeah so imagine if that went wrong <laughs> do you have do you have any natural hair there or is it just tattooed let me just... no Can't really no tattoo. i have no hair on i i shaved my eyebrows off from when i was 17 you shaved so... your eyebrows and you use yeah oh, right. constantly because i was I used to, I used to draw like these really severe kind of like Unibrow. vampy, yeah, yeah, like a big, yeah. You use use a proper marker, like a marker pen would do it. Wow. Well, it, that's funny if it rains. Because yeah. <laughs> I I I've I've not shaved my brows, but I, I do get them shaped and and dyed. Yeah, brows really do frame your face because uh, you, if they you've do. got. Um, can you see how that that shape? See, my mm. natural brow was like down <clears throat> down about here, so so it really makes a massive difference to the way your so, face. Yeah, you've moved, repositioned, mm. and then you know I I darken it sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, another thing I've had done is my lips fill. I've had lip filler. Never tried that. But I I never get I, my, I know I know a couple of people that get it all the time and get it quite. And it's it's a look that they like, you know. They like that big, full, um, you know, rubber dingy look, folded Pout, over. It's like she's trying to chew, it's like she's trying to chew a, a dingy. But I just get a little, a very subtle uh, top lip, just to give, just to give it a bit more plumpness. I just assumed Frida was easily surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised at everything. <laughs> When I first got this, um, like when you're having it tattooed, you can't wear any other makeup. Obviously, you've got to have a perfectly naked face. While so, I came back from the tattooist with these. It fades a little bit. It's it's a semi permanent ink, so you have to have it read. So when I first had it done, it was really dark. And I came in, and my mum goes, "What? What have you done?" <laughs> I thought it was a tattoo. She was like, "You look permanently shocked." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, I I do go and get my brows done. I get my I get my eyelashes done too, and they're both dyed quite dark, and then it lasts about a month, and then I have to go back and get it done again. Mm. So I do that, and then what what about surgeries? I mean, I know you've just had your your boob done, your boob job done, but what about other kind of cosmetic surgeries? I'm not talking about mm. the big surgery, but you know other other things that you could do. I mean, would you well, would you go for a funny. face top? You know. Well, lift the jowls because I, I, I need to I, lift my jowls a little bit because I'm getting old and they're getting a well, bit got, too. So I'd like to go and do that because I think that makes mm. a big difference. Well, when I went when I, the 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 plastic surgery place that I went to for my uh, top surgery, uh, Pal Mal, they do everything, you know. And I was looking in the catalogue and I was thinking, what? Because because they because they do facial what they call it, facial feminization in surgery. Yeah. Is it is that what's yeah yeah. And 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 it's like a, 
some of the things they can do are absolutely amazing. You know, if you, if you want to look, but I'm thinking, what are they basing? What's the baseline of, because if, if you start saying there's a, there's an archetypal face that looks feminine, because there are lots of women that don't necessarily, they, they're very feminine, but they don't necessarily, I, I was thinking about, you know, there, there are a lot of women that have got quite heavy brows or, or big chins or big noses. It doesn't make them any less feminine. Or, or less female, obviously. No, but it, it kind of plays into that confidence thing again, doesn't it? Mm. And, you know, expectations mm. of how you're supposed to look. But yeah, but what what is what? Because like sometimes, you know, you can get these. I've I've got this app right that can. It's called yeah. Face App or Face Tune or something. Yeah. So sometimes, like you 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 can really alter the way your your you skin can make looks. Yourself and look all thirty that. years younger, yeah. And that's why I look so pretty on the internet. <laughs> Filters. <laughs> Yeah, because like I'm, I go on dates and they go, "Who are you?" <laughs> no, I don't. No, I would never. I would never go that. I would never use an app to change the way I look to that extreme. But I have. I have experimented with it. So I'm thinking, is that what they do with facial? It's like a. It's like a, a real world, not a virtual, an actual app, isn't it? It's just, but it, they have to knock your face about with the. Uh, with scalpels and and brute and it, and it yeah it, it see I don't actually... I don't think I'd go for anything kind of too severe because I'm worried about you know things going wrong and there's a really good point that Victoria Elizabeth has made you have to be very careful mm. about face surgery so many trans ladies who have face surgery it goes wrong and it destroys mm. the confidence and quality of life I mean yeah that is mm. that is a you know really good point so I think well, I, I think I think the only thing I would be brave enough to go and do is that is just lift those jowls a little bit. Well, I don't want to me, do anything more than that because I'm, I'm a bit scared of surgery. I mean, it's an expensive thing as well. You know, this is this is oh, not God, something yeah. you can get on the NHS. And we found that place in, uh, in Spain, didn't we? What was it? Um, uh, yeah, because we saw a friend of ours. Face is, is Team, going, is it called, I think? Face Team, yeah. It sounds quite intense, doesn't it? It sounds like the Avengers. Marbella. It's in Marbella, yeah. We are the Face Team. The face Team. <laughs> I think it's a well-known place for trans women to go it's mm. in Marbella it's not going to be cheap they don't advertise prices yeah so I think you're looking at probably mm. 20 to 30,000 euros for basic stuff I would think well Critical Cupcake says she's going for a complete teardown <laughs> wouldn't it be interesting though right this is one this is a, a little thought experiment that I sometimes do with GCs and it's because because they say they so one of their arguments is that you're doing woman face or you're trying to emulate what a woman is. And I think when we do talk like this about surgeries, about especially about facial surgeries, you could say that, yeah, we, we, we're kind of leaning into this idea that there is an archetypal. Fem but women also do that. Like this facial feminization surgery is just what they're calling it because trans women are doing it. it it's the same surgery that that yeah, cis women get. That's a good point. Uh, and there's not and it and it's not it's not exclusive for trans people. Like all the surgery all the surgeries. Yeah, anybody could go and have those surgeries, couldn't they? It's not just yeah but, yeah, but what I'm saying is all the surgeries that we partake in, apart from perhaps the lower surgery, has already been experimented on for years before us. On, so, on so when they're calling it female feminization surgery, facial mm. feminization surgery, I mean are they marketing that? to trans women you think yeah is that's it? the marketing spiel isn't it yeah. but you see when i when i so went playing on our, I, 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 I forgot i was going to say because like when i when i was in having my surgery i saw everything else this clinic does and one of the things that kind of because because what they do 
it's like I suppose it is a kind of sales pitch, but they take a photo of your face and they put it they put you in one of these apps like that that changes the structure of your face, you know, you start looking like that and oh but like does I don't know. I don't I I, I like the idea of it. I like but if, if I could go into like say if it was a case of just going into a room and it was a day surgery and it was really easy and you just came out and you looked ten years younger. Of course, I think if every, if everybody had the money to do that, they would. It's just the kind of invasive, kind of taking time out of your life to do it, and and it being painful. And I mean, I'm glad I did my top surgery, but that's that's a different thing altogether. It's not, you know. I, mm. uh, I mean, I, 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 I say can, this now. You can do you can do too much, can't you? Can you get addicted to it mm. doing facial surgeries? But I never say never because, like, like if like so if I you want to, if you want to, like, if you want some money on the lottery or something, would you would you go and have facial surgery? Mm, but well, what I'd say is, in, in I mean, the, I would, I would fa- definitely go and get that done. I would one hundred percent do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's you know, it's a personal choice. But, but it's, it's more to the... do with getting older, though, isn't it? Because you kind of your jowls drop. I mean, mm. Mm. that wasn't there, there certain... when I was younger. But but <laughs> you know? but. but this is what I was coming on to, actually, because because I was going to say, like, in the very far future, you know, when I get to like fifty, you know, thinking all oh, those years ahead, like yeah, until right. I get to fifty. Years from now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's it's way over on the horizon, but I think when I get to fifty and I start seeing those wrinkles and and if mouth starts, I will get, I will be like, take me to the clinic. <laughs> but uh, and another thing is right. So, what they do. This this is what I was I forgot to mention before because I was talking about you and they said you don't have to have any surgeries where you go under the knife now because they they do a lot with um, non what they call it non surgical cosmetic procedure which is basically like cheek fillers just like tanning up the skin uh, and stuff like that because when you have, well I I had a little tiny bit of cheek filler because I, I when I was having my lips done I said I wanted to try it. And the little bit they did, it didn't last long, but it pulled my whole, it pulled the face up because I had it. So you didn't need to do anything there because what it did is pull that, because obviously gravity is pulling down once your bits go up. It only takes a tiny little bit. But but the problem with that is you have to keep going back and doing it and doing it because it wears off. So you probably end up spending more in a longer timeline and then yeah, just get in some. What about Botox? Would you do that? That's what it was. The, the cheek filler is basically Botox. I thought I thought they took fat from somewhere and injected fat. Is it? Is that not what it is? It's something like that. I don't know. Maybe, I think maybe Botox is where it gets rid of the wrinkles, but fillers mm. is something something else. I don't. I'm, I don't know. Yes, electrolysis called... and laser. That's a good one. Yeah. So I've had, I've had both. I mean, I've had. I've had uh, full, when I first started my hair removal, I had full facial laser. I had lots of sessions of that. Mm. It gets rid of all the black hairs. It doesn't treat the white hairs, unfortunately. So when you're getting a bit older and you've got whiter hairs, those don't get treated by laser. So that's mm. when you have to follow up your laser with your electrolysis. So um, I had some free electrolysis through the NHS. I think I had 20 sessions. Paid for they give well they give you they give you a value of I think it was sixteen hundred pounds to get you still go yeah but I I'm I mean you you use that up so quick so I now go I now go monthly privately 
just play myself. But it, you know, I've still got some kind of hair, little bits of hair around here. Mm. So it's it's really slow. It takes ages to get rid of it. Mm. But well, it's just I, it's I, just white hairs. It's just little annoying white hairs that are still. And do you each find time the whole... they kind of diminish, mm. the hairs get smaller and weaker each time. You, did did the hormone treatment? Oh soften God, you? the hormone. Not really for the face, but for body hair. Mm. The hormone treatment yeah. got rid of like. 99% of my body hair. I was yeah, say with, say with me, but you see the problem with my 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 facial hair is quite ginger and blonde. I've got a ginger gene. So so that was harder for them to do. So, I mean, yeah. I, it, it So electrolysis changes. is the only way you can treat that. So I know it, it's worked and uh, I still go because uh, the like I still get if if I sometimes if I'm not like when I'm off work and I, like I, when I was recovering from my surgery I just I just didn't shave for a bit because I was interested I wanted to see what was like I let it grow out because I wanted to see and it was like just little blotches of hair even there so it's worked you know I don't mind you know like if I have to shave a little bit that's fine you know I'm not gonna yeah I think I think shaving is one of those things that can make you it can sort of feel like a denial of your femininity in a way because it's like something men do isn't it shave your face and you it's a very masculine kind of thing to think about but actually it's not really because uh, like I've got cis female friends who are quite hairy and uh, obviously the hair would is softer than it would have would be on a, a cis man but they still have the they still have to do the uh, they tend to do what is it uh, waxing. Yeah, so, and that yeah. works. And if you've had the hormone treatment, that works. Yeah, so hormone treatment helps. Mm. Laser yeah. helps for the dark hairs. Electrolysis for anything else. And I find that prescription painkillers also help. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a laser is quite painful. Like when I first went for it, like I, somebody asked oh, me, "Is crystal laser- cupcake?" That's a that's a really good point. You know when you, when you, the, the the couple of days before you go for your treatment when you can't shave, mm. so annoying. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, and do you go bright red? Does your skin go bright red after? That's after the electrolysis. I have a lot of redness because mm. the treatment is quite intense. It's, I go for a two hour session, so mm. it, yeah, I do get quite red and blotchy, but it only lasts like half a day, and it then it's gone. See me rolling, you're just red and blotchy. So, <laughs> I, I, uh, I had this really bad thing of putting makeup on straight after, and you're not supposed to do that. So what what actually was a godsend was COVID, because I could wear a mask all the time and nobody would bat yeah, an eyelid. Yeah, COVID was really good for that, wasn't it? You'd hide behind, <laughs> yeah. the, hide behind the mask. Mm. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure which is more painful laser or electrolysis on the face but laser well, is kind of laser. like a, it's like it's like being slapped in the face by an elastic band well, um, I, well actually somebody asked me what it feels like and i'll tell you what it feels like this is what it feels like for me if you've ever had a tattoo it feels like that but without any pictures <laughs> at the end so you're being tattooed i've got a tattoo are you talking about and, and... laser or electrolysis at laser it right. felt like i was being tattooed on my face because I've, I've got a tattoo on my back and I've got a and and that is exactly how it felt. Now, it, people have different pain thresholds and people have different tolerances. Yeah, I mean, I've got and some, like, just under the nose there. 
that is really sensitive. Mm. I, I also I also get like just under the ears there. Uh, that is super sensitive as well. I don't know. Mm. It's agony having the electrolysis in those two areas. Laser, well, laser yeah. was okay in ninety percent of my face, but again, top lip really painful. Yeah. See, the, the, with body hair, it's interesting with body hair because I think it it's not it's not trans specific, is it? You know what I mean? Not not sounding like trans specific, <laughs> trans specific, not the trans specific part, trans specific partnership. No. Uh, Sorry, what was I saying? What was I saying? Um, I was talking about body hair. Because, like, you know you know when they talk about gender-affirming care? Well, do you know when men get um, hair implants because they feel like... Yeah, like, that's you know, the they, same thing, isn't it? They want to feel more masculine again, or yeah. maybe not masculine, but they want to feel like they're, they're... They want to feel more attractive to women so they want, because they have a full head of hair. That's what it's Yeah, so it's, it's kind about. of... Gen- I don't know if it's gender-affirming, but... Gender-affirming, it's confidence, yeah. Yeah. But there are things... No there are things that I wish... There are some things about us that I... There's something I wish I could change, which I'll never be able to. And that thing is my height. Because some people comment... Uh, if, if I'm wearing shoe, a certain kind of shoe, they'll say, oh, you're tall for a girl. And and when I first heard that, I thought, oh, is that are they clocking me trans? But actually, no, they they just they because that's what people do. Uh, they, for some reason, when when there's a tall person, they think it's fine to go. Oh, you're tall, you know. Can you can you see me from up there? And uh, they think that because because they wouldn't do it to a small person, they wouldn't do it to a, a large person, and they wouldn't do it to somebody that was, you know, physically different. Necessarily, some people would because some people are awful. But uh, generally speaking, but when it seems to be when they see me. And uh, and I'm quite tall, like with shoes on. I'm probably six foot something. Um, they go, "Oh, you're tall." And I'm like, "Well, what? I can't do anything about that." Yeah. <laughs> Unless I yeah, get. But then, I know. I you know, at work. There's. I know. There's several women who are taller than me. Um, you know, I'm six yeah. foot. I suppose there's it's like the law of averages. The me. But I'm I'm really jealous sometimes because I've got, I've got a friend, a trans friend, and she's like five foot nothing. And I'm like, oh, you pass so easily because because you just you just so petite. And I was like, uh, it's like, hey, you know, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's obviously there's certain things you can't change, but yeah, you know, having the confidence. I mean, it's like having it's like confidence. Thing, it's the... Confidence yeah. solves a lot of these things. It really does. Yeah, it's like the size. What of about your voice? Hands. What do you think about voices? Well, I'm quite lucky in a way because I've always been a whinging puff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your voice is quite high pitched. Anyway, I've always been like a moaning little bitch. Mine's mine's no. mine's quite deep, but I I went on. You know that thing we did with um, Indigo and LGBT Foundation for voice training. So I did mm-hmm. that. I did all those sessions, and I think what what I thought at the end of it was is like, yeah, okay, you can make your voice higher or lower if you do all these things in practice, and eventually you can get there. Yeah. And you know, I can I can do it if I put my mind to it. But well, I also kind of came out with the thoughts that, well, my voice is my voice, and yeah. I don't need to change it for anybody. If I'm happy with it, if I'm well, confident, I don't think it, why don't I just I don't, use my voice? You know, I don't. Do I, don't, I need to change my voice? I don't think your voice is particularly like it. it it's it's deep. It's deep for a woman, let's say. Even yeah. even though he shouldn't no, really shouldn't really, shouldn't really say that. But there are women like you know, is it Marianne Lefostrup? 
she's got quite a deep voice, and Ka and Caroline Noakes has quite a deep voice. It's not that it's not; it's more baritone, isn't it? Because like I, I was I was doing some elocution stuff recently. It's part of like a media. <laughs> I don't think it's worked, but it's not about talking posh. It's about confidently speaking and i think when you confidently speak it doesn't really matter i think if you mumble um then it then it, you know, as long as you can communicate i think that's the main thing yeah it's but, it's, it's all about confidence isn't it i think but when i sometimes like i sometimes when i've heard trans women on tally and i've and i think they sometimes try a little bit too hard to make the voice a little bit too twee and a bit like that and it's like it sounds a bit fake so i don't do that it's like, but don't yeah. do that either. <laughs> I mean, if I if I could if I could get my voice mm. to sound more femme, and have you I done was... the scale? Have you yeah, done I've the done all, I've done all that stuff? I've tried A B C D E F G. Yeah, and so, uh, but you see, I I I'm, I sing a little bit. I'm classically trained. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I, th I think singing kind of helps. Uh, although that's not something everybody wants to do, but um, see, I, I hate I, when sometimes when I've listened to recordings of the podcast back because I sometimes listen to it with Mum on the Alexa, and and my mum says, "Oh, you don't half moan." She'll say, "You don't half moan, Frida." And I, she says, "You can't." Yeah, you whinging? What are you whinging about? I hate that when people say I'm whinging. But I think I do have a, a bit of a nasal kind of. So I've tried to I try to alter that a little bit, and I'll be a bit more rounded with my vowels. <laughs> uh, I try to think. Of, I was trying to think of a woman whose voice I really like. And um, do you know? Have you heard of Victoria Corrin? No, I haven't. She does only connect. And she's got a really powerful, even though it's not shouty, it's not it's not powerful in that sense. But she's got a she's got a very strong um, notation, I'd call it. And, and that's yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things you can do with inflection and mm. the way you speak, the way you the way mm. you talk, which the way you speak, the way you move. You know, it, it's not really about how deep your voice is; it's about how you. Use it's about voice, you know what it's about. It's about it's about how deep your love is. Oh. <laughs> so like so so for, like i mean do, do you sometimes feel self-conscious vicky because i know you, you you i think you have said to me before you know you 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 because i was listening to when i listen to trans women speak i can tell if they're trying a bit too hard to cover up the it sounds a bit like the yodeling <laughs> so have you tried to do that or have you just kind of no i, I mean I, I can i can make my voice sound more fair i'm just not doing it now mm. um, but you but when does that come into play because like when i'm out and maybe i'm talking to I, on the phone I'd, i'll i'll try and do that on the phone because i do get misgendered on yeah. the phone sometimes mm. yeah but k resident lady of the house speaking <laughs> you know it's when you're calling about some <laughs> something you need to make a phone call about sometimes mm. i get you know the other person will answer um or somebody will call and they'll say, mm. "Can I speak to Victoria Hodges?" And I say, "Speaking." And then there's a there's a there's a bit of a silence, mm. and they say, mm. "Is is Victoria there?" And I say, "Yes, she's speaking." Mm. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like I get that sometimes, but it's just annoying. I mean, 
I think what it is with me. Like I have I was... the confidence. I don't really care anymore. I used to care a lot. I don't care now. I've, I have the confidence I need, and that I, you know, I can get yeah. through my. I can get through my that days. Was the, no problem. That was the that was the first thing I noticed about puberty. Like when when I went through that because I know that was the first thing I noticed that my voice changed and I didn't like it. I remember just not liking it yeah. and listening to the way my sister spoke. And I, I was like, mom, what's happening to my voice? Because oh, it's natural. You're going through, you know, in a couple of years, you'll sound like your dad. And I was like, oh, I don't want to sound like that. <laughs> so, I, so I actively, I think I even then I actively tried to resist the voice breaking because some boys that I knew would try and be deeper because they wanted to be more masculine. So when you get to that point where people are sort of saying, Oh, your voice is going to break and that you, they, you recognize that there is a change that you either lean directly into it and you start being louder and deeper and trying to sound like a man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a really good Which point one? there from, um, who was it? So, they're always asking security security questions with me. Security questions are a pain because you know when you when you call in a bank or something. Yeah, that's true. I know a lot of trans women who've been who've had problems with banks Mm. where they fail security checks because the voice is deep and the bank isn't really on board Mm. with you know Mm. having trans women with deep voices. So yeah, that's not happened to me with the bank, Um, Mm. but I can imagine that being a real pain in the neck i i have problems at work sometimes with security stuff because you have to you know when you when you call in the security department for something and they want to check who you are got the right person i've i've had especially with external organizations where they're they're trying to verify you um when they've not had the the appropriate training Mm. You know, they they're not they, they just don't understand why 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 does a woman have a deep voice? You're not you're not you're not Vicky Hodges. Yeah, they have to question yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So there's not What's a that? lot you can do about your voice apart from coach it, is there? Because there's no there's no I don't think there's any is there an operation you can get? I don't know if there, there is, is. You can get operation on your vocal cords. That sounds really risky though. It is yeah, they do say it's a risky because one. The thing the thing is with that for me, because I've got because I have got the voice of an angel. Uh, when I sing, uh, I'd be so scared about losing that. You're not paying any attention to that comment. No, <laughs> Vicky's just looking. Straight, just reading. Just it. ignoring me. I was reading the comments. Go on. Sorry. Say that again. <laughs> I said I have the voice of an angel when I sing. That's why I wouldn't <laughs> want to risk losing it. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking. I suppose, like sometimes for a laugh, you know, when I'm talking to my mum, because uh, because you know, I I do a sort of good impression of me dad. And I do might make a laugh by doing a deep, deliberately deep voice, but only, I would only ever do that in front of my mom, you know, or my sister, because yeah, you know, it just it just sounds weird, you know. To you know, you can't. I mean, I was thinking about doing it just now, but I just because like, what I'm worried about is some turf gra- grabbing the clip and going, look, listen to this. This is how Frida speaks. Yeah, that could happen. That could happen. Need to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Miss Frieda Wallace. We have been chit chattering now for. A, oh, we over covered quite a lot there, didn't we? We did. So, uh, let me, can I just have a quick look at the chat because I just want to see who's been mithering us. There's been loads. Oh, critical. Of comments uh, big shout out to Critical Cupcake. Um, Don't think Roger showed up. So. Miss White. Oh, Roger's Roger's asleep. Been gaming all day. Um, Victoria Elizabeth. 
And some other bitch, Cassidy, I don't know who she is. She's probably yeah, been following me all week. Right. There's pest. loads of comments. You can see I'm scrolling through all the comments. And this is my deepest car. <laughs> if you Vicky needs a special away. button when she wants to talk. Yes, that's true. It's called <laughs> Muting Frida. <laughs> that should be a film. Yeah, Muting that's Mute Frida. Frida. Muting Frida. That'd be a great movie, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't pick a winning comment. There were so there were so many amazing comments tonight. So you're all winners. Well, it's nice that we have a few chatters, and uh, we, well, have we got any guests coming up? Are we we're going to be speaking to Stephen. Whittle. We've still we got Stephen mention. coming up. We've had to delay that. He's a had a rough times. week. Let's put he's it that a, way. He's, yeah, had, a, he's, he's had a lot to deal enough. with recently. So. Yes. so that's coming. If anybody, up. If, if anybody can think of any guests that I mean, because we tried to get didn't we? We did try our best to get uh, uh, Kim Petras. And we tried last her week, out. yes, and she's still not responded, has she? And she's just really busy, I think, because... Do you want to try her know, again now, just see if she's on now? One minute. I don't want to seem too on. eager. I was thinking we should ask Julia Hartley Brewer. <laughs> Imagine. You see, I, I, I want to get some... that We've had some quite serious guests. Some quite, one of my favourite ones was Lily, Lily Rose Hunt. Because if you listen to guests, that, she's... All our guests are amazing. I, I couldn't No, they are, a, but, but I, I like that guest. one. I send that to people as a kind of uh, example of the podcast because <laughs> she's, she's really funny. Next and the week, other one I... our special guest is Frida's Implants. <laughs> yeah. My Um, I best stop doing that. Get myself a reputation. Um, what was I going to say? Get yourself a reputation. Yeah, so, if anybody can think of, if anybody can think of a guest that isn't too far of our, of our reach, I was thinking India Willoughby, but I'm sure India would come on if we asked her. I'm, I'm positive. She's busy. About that. She's a very busy girl. Mm. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of people we can ask. Um, we we Somebody need to that's, do that. We've had. Yeah, they don't have to be like oh, my other favorite. Doesn't have to be a serious interview. It can be a fun interview. I don't want to say fa- I don't want to say favorites because we've not done that many. But I think the one with Eva Echo was really good, really yeah. informative. That and the one with uh, Paul Bloomer. Paul Bloomer, Eva. Yeah. Um, who else did we do? Who else did we do? Have we did? Um, well, there's been quite a few now. I'm losing track. Well, I'm I might be a guest on somebody else's podcast scene. So mm. I, now that I've got friends in the media, darling, and my friend Mick Wright oh, might yeah. be listening. Yeah. He really liked what I was doing. I mean, you know what? Don't, he for, don't really forget nice... my commission because, you know, I'm your manager. Yeah. It's nice when people say you're doing a good job, isn't it? Even because I know we've not got that. We've not got that massive an audience. So when it means the world to me when somebody says, oh, that was really nice and interesting what you said and, you know, would you like to come and do this? It just it, it kind of makes my day that because you know, kind of, sometimes it feels like when I'm on Twitter and I'm just getting after I've been on Julia Hartley constantly. Brewer and I'm being constantly called "You're a man." <laughs> right. So I think I think thank you for oh the songs. Joss. We need to get Joss. On. Joss. Oh, Joss Pryor. Yeah, definitely get Joss. We're gonna. I'm gonna mither her again today. Tonight. Julie Hartley Brewer, no. I'm banning her. She's she's not allowed on. Sorry. Do, 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 do. Who's this? Who's this that's coming to join oh us? God, what is this? We'll all be famous for 50. Can you see him? Who is that? 
check I got that today from a, for an art Who shop. Who is it supposed to be? A Sandy Warhol. <laughs> I also got this one. Are these like little cardboard cutouts? Yeah, it's Bob Ross. Oh my, where the did best, you get those the great, from? The greatest, the greatest artist who ever lived. Where did you get those from? It's called Fred Aldous, and it's a it's a very nice, expensive but nice art shop that sells all kind of art materials. Is this and in Manchester. Yeah, in the north, it's in the northern quarter. Not it's opposite Eastern Block. Do you know mm. where we went for that yes. um, dinner? We need to go back into now. Manchester. I think we need to do some more Manchester mm. trips. Well, there'll be lots of things happening. It's coming up to Pride and all that. Soon, oh, when so is sort of when is that Sparkle thing this year? Do you know? Uh, it's next month, isn't it? Is it? So. Gonna have to sparkle. Might go to that again. I, I know it was it was interesting. I enjoyed it. It was good. I think it's the best a, part good, was the drinking. It's an, in, it's an interesting cross section of people. Yeah, the drinking and uh, Ginny Lemon were the best bits. Oh, Ginny Lemon. Yeah, she was very funny. She was. She was. Yeah. And and the the thing the thing I like about Sparkle is it's kind of really it's it's like Pride, but I call it Tranny Pride. Because it's just like it's pride, but on a small scale, and it's really community, really community built. Like it's not as corporate as Pride, mm. and you know it's much cheaper. <laughs> well, let's let's go and let's you know make, invite everybody who's watching yeah. tonight to come along. And okay, some... guys, I think it's time for me. It's time to, to go, isn't it? I've got. I'm doing some. I'm doing some work on that Kathleen Stock interview. Um, I've had some help with that by, from my uh, understudy. Um, mm. so, <laughs> all right. So are we going to do the song? Oh, we'll try. Okay. Well, since we've been talking about singing and voices, I think we should really put the effort in tonight. We've never been able to do it yet. So, so I'll I'll do a, I'll do it first, and then we, so it goes. Don't forget to subscribe. And it's da, 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 da. so you're ready. Da, da, I'll go one, da, da, two, three. Is that the tune? Yeah, so I'll go, I'll go in one, okay. two, three. All right. One, two, three. Don't, Don't forget, forget to subscribe. <laughs> oh, you Not messed working. it up. So. You messed it up. No, because you, you didn't come in on time. You see, that was much. You hear me whinging then. <laughs> oh, God, it's torture. Somebody please come and rescue me. It's, it's, I'm, being, I'm being held hostage. All right. Well, Back in your box. <laughs> bye. Right, so, yeah. Time to say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for putting up with us. Please like. Please subscribe. Please come back again. And please tolerate us. <laughs> I think we'll be doing another one on Sunday. And then we'll be doing the yeah. live again next Thursday. Bye. Ta-ra.